Welcome to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. Here is your host, Bill Faith. The STR Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by Market My STR, the ultimate all-in-one marketing platform for short-term rental hosts. Are you tired of juggling multiple marketing tools? Say goodbye to the hassle and make your life as a host a breeze with Market My STR. Boost your booking rates and increase your revenue in no time with our powerful features. Our platform streamlines your marketing efforts so you can focus on what you do best, providing unforgettable guest experiences. Whether you're a newcomer or a seasoned host, Mark on My STR has got you covered. Stay connected with your guests using our comprehensive set of communication tools. From custom landing pages to text messages, email marketing, and social media integration, we provide all the tools you need to elevate your short-term rental business. Streamline your operations, enhance your guest experience today. Don't settle for less so we can have it all. Make the switch to MarketMySTR's all-in-one marketing platform and watch your business soar. Visit MarketMySTR.com today to sign up for your free trial. That's MarketMySTR.com. Elevate your short-term rental business with MarketMySTR. Hey, welcome back everybody to STR Unfiltered. I'm Bill Faith, your host, founder of Build Short-Term Rental Wealth, the STR Wealth Conference. STRVAs, Bill and Kenny's Hot Picks. I can keep going on and on and on. This is the STR Unfiltered Podcast, and this episode is why your investments suck. Your investments are probably sucking right now because you bought an average property at the height of the market. That's number one. I probably didn't do enough due diligence, didn't learn enough about how to truly underwrite a property, about truly how to select the right market, and then the right bedroom count in each market. So the default is, oh, well, everything's oversaturated. Well, one, oversaturated is not a fucking word. Saturated is a word. Nothing can be oversaturated. Saturation means that it's already filled. So that's a little bit irritating for me. That's enough on that rant. But you probably bought in a market and chased like everybody else did. Chasing is not the place where we want to be when we're investing into short-term rentals. People chased into Blue Ridge. People chased into Broken Bow. People chased into these markets. They bought average properties in the Smokies and now they're, they're cash flow negative. Look, because this is what matters. If you're watching this on my YouTube channel, if you're not, if you're listening to the podcast, jump over to my YouTube channel, uh, Build Short-Term Rental Wealth. I'm wearing my EBITDA t-shirt. That's earnings before interest, taxes, and depreciation our net cash flow, that's really what matters. And I know there's a lot of talk about IR, a lot of talk about, you know, your return on investment with a cash on cash return. I use all those factors. But at the end of the day, if we're trying to build towards an outcome, the EBITDA, our net cash flow is really the most important part. When you follow people, when you're chasing, you're never going to be able to get ahead of the curve. There are a handful of markets that I see around the, com- uh, the country that are investable right now, strictly from a cash flow perspective and a cash on cash return perspective. Now, if you factor in appreciation, if you factor in a cost seg benefit, then that kind of opens up the net, if you will, to more opportunities. But this is the second thing that people have made mistakes is they are investing either based on historical rental income or the future. And most people speculated and thought, oh my God, if I invest in 2021, 2022, even back into 2020, this is is short-term rentals. I'm going to make so much money. And they didn't understand that that was a wave. And the wave has now hit the beach and we're back to 2019. It's reality, folks. 
what I talk about with the future is right now people are buying and they're buying at 8% interest rates. They're buying at 10%, 11% DSCR rates. And they're like, oh, well, I can refi when the interest come back down. It's okay. I'll break even now and I'll gain 20% if I can go from 9% to 5%. That is just freaking insane that you would literally make decisions today based on the probability of being able to reposition in the future. The probability of being able to reposition into the future. We don't know that. That's not a fact. That's not a given. So we have to really do due diligence in the underwriting uh, process, and we can only invest if it will be profitable today. We can't control if the market drops by 40% uh, you know, in six months. We also aren't going to be able to predict if it goes back up. Look, if we go back into lockdowns and, you know, look, there's some crazy shit that's going to happen. We're going into an election year and crazy shit always happens in an election year, good, bad, and ugly. And, you know, there is COVID going around right now. It's just a fact. I've, I fly almost every week to speaking engagements, to my properties. Going, as I record this, I'm flying down to, to look at a brand new property uh, for a client that I'm procuring properties for right now. It is crazy how many people are wearing masks. It is crazy what's about ready to be dropped for travel and restrictions and masks and all that type of stuff. We thought that was gone. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. So we have to invest today. I'm going to tell you one of the most important things that has made me a successful entrepreneur is taking those two extra steps. Everything that I do that I become successful, rather when I was playing golf for a living and it's raining and I'm literally outside practicing in the rain, I'm the only person on the driving range. And that was instilled in me as a teenager. And that work ethic and really practicing, doing things in harder conditions, doing things in harder conditions, more challenging conditions in practice so you are prepared when you get into the game. That's taking two extra steps. Not being fucking lazy and trusting your real estate agents and sitting on the West Coast and investing into the East Coast sight unseen, or vice versa. You cannot invest, you can't compete with me. You can't compete with the top level if you don't have an intimate relationship with your property, if you don't have an intimate relationship with your submarket, if you don't have an intimate relationship with your market, you can't outmarket me. You can't out hospitality me. When I have those intimate relationships and the people that are at the top level, they do. They know those secret restaurants that you know, don't show up on TripAdvisor. They know the best places to get the ski rentals that is not at, on the mountain because that freaking takes forever, right? So that's studying, that's going, that's putting our own eyes on the property. That's taking the two extra steps. Do the work that nobody else will do. That's the number one piece of advice I'll give to you in life. Do two extra things that nobody else will do, that the majority doesn't do, and that gives you a competitive advantage. I go to every one of my properties at least quarterly. Um, uh, my wife, Bree, and I are flying down to Gulf Shores tomorrow. We're procuring a property for a, a client, now a friend. We will also, if we have time, it's literally probably 10 houses down from, a prop from my property that I own and two properties that I co-host. We'll at least see those two, uh, plus the one that I own while we're down there. And we put our eyes on it. We know the new restaurants are opening. We know all of that information. The following week, I'll be in Scottsdale with my super team hosting our war room. And then after that, I'll be in Montana closing on my second property there. 
and starting the design phase and the installation phase and all of that type of stuff personally. The third big mistake that I see people make after they haven't shown up to look at the properties and set their own eyes on it and become intimate with their market is they just literally have VAs do everything for them. I love it when people invest and they have VAs do everything. They're handling their pricing, they're handling their guest communication, you know, they're handling their optimization, they're handling their marketing, all that stuff. Because I know I can do it better than a fucking VA. That's why I do my own shit. Because if I can do it better and I can implement automation, I want, I, I dare you to have your VA that does your guest communication say, hi, this is Bob from the Philippines um, in broken English. And I am going to be your co-host. And if you need anything, let me know. No disrespect. I have VAs from the Philippines and I love them. And Kenny Bedwell and I started a company, VA, STR VAs, where you can get super VAs. But there's a difference between having them communicate with, that's one thing I don't do. I don't have them communicate with my guests. I'll research. I'll have them do some pricing. I'm going to teach them my strategies, my, but I'm still going to manage them, right? But I have my fingers into everything. This is not a set it and forget it business. This is a personalization hospitality business. It starts as underwriting, right? You're a real estate investor first. This is a business first and foremost. You have to underwrite the property. So you need to be really good at research. You need to be really good at running performas, doing calculations, forecasting, budgeting, all standard stuff that comes out of running a regular business. Then you have to become an interior designer. You need to know how to turn that property into a super property without blowing your budget. That's the key, right? Super properties are not just these mega expensive deals at all. My wife and I are closing on a two-bedroom super property next week. And then we're going to fly to Montana. We're going to, I shouldn't even say a two-bedroom property that we will turn into a super property. But you know what? The cool thing is, is I got this thing almost fully furnished and I got a $12,500 credit. So that's part of the negotiation strategy, $12,500 credit to put in a hot tub. All we have to do is buy some living room furniture and, you know, stock the kitchen, new linens, and honestly, we're good. But I may add some different amenities that nobody else has in that market because I've already done my research, right? And if you're, if you're leaving this to virtual assistants, they don't know how to build a super property. Most of you don't know how to build a super property. You've got to learn how to do it. It's not just about throwing money. At, it's about investing in desirable amenities, investing into desirable design for that ideal buyer. I mean, if you can do home, if you can do restoration hardware on a home's good budget, on a home goods budget, then you can build a super property. Those are the big mistakes that I see most investors making. They're chasing the markets that they shouldn't be investing into. They're not personally putting their eyes on the property. They're not investing enough time and energy and brain power into underwriting. And then a lot of you that have specifically W2s are just laying everything off to, to VAs. Now, look, if you, all of that's fine. I'm not dogging on that. But if you want to get the results that I get and you want to max out and turn your build super properties, turn it into a super portfolio and a super life, that's all about maxing out your returns, making as much money as you can in the least amount of time. That's what I do. And that's what I want to share with you. So if you want to start and learn how to build super properties, if you're watching this on YouTube, if it's on Instagram, then just drop the comment super property down below. But make sure that you subscribe here on YouTube. And if you're listening to on the podcast, I'd appreciate it. I'd love you to death if you would leave me a review. That way I can share this with more people and we can level up the industry. Thanks for joining me on this episode of STR Unfiltered. I'll see you guys on the next one.
Happy hosting, everybody. Thank you for listening to STR Unfiltered, where we give you actionable episodes without the bullshit. This podcast is a Hospitality.fm production.